Welcome, League 31 fans. We're going to do a late podcast on the Striker Group for the PNTT today. We got the fifth seed, San Antonio, the 18th seed, Ocala, the 27th seed, Virginia Beach, and the 40th seed, Nashville. So let's jump right into this. Take a look at the San Antonio Troubadours, coached by Warwick. Somebody I actually have a personal relationship. I believe he still lives in Nashville. Met him through, uh, met him through DTL. So I kind of wish him the best. Uh, he's a super strong coach. I knew him back. I think it was a uh, League 15 before. Got off to a warm, uh, cold start, League 31, but has really started cranking it up in the NTT. He'll be coming in. He's yeah, this guy. It. This guy. He. He had a great team last year, you know. Um, they came into the NTT, you know, ranked pretty high. And, uh, you know, they lost in the first round, but I think they were a two-seed last year in the NTT. And they replaced their worst class uh, and no starters with an 11-4 class. So that's always pretty good, you know. And they, uh, they gave us the business the first game. <laughs> I bet. Whooped us. Those are uh, those are some good talking points. I uh, I didn't realize he was a two seed last year and uh, came in a little flat. I was looking at his recruit ratings. Um, four super solid classes. Looks like he needed a little scoring. Um, looks like he signed some scoring. Looks like freshman Brendan McFarlane and Cameron Gerald are coming in. Both averaged over twenty points a game last year as seniors in high school. I'm not sure if they're going to make the starting lineup. Um, look at they over didn't start the first game, but yeah, I mean it's pretty nice when you can you have the luxury of you know benching the three three and the five five ties that you win. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm looking over his starting lineup from from week one. He's um, it doesn't look like either of them got the chance to start. Uh, Grant Cathy looks to be pulling a lot of weight this year. A senior, 6'7", small forward, posted 23 points last night. Um, could be looking to make a splash this year. Overall, I do strongly feel San Antonio is going to be the team to beat here. I probably got them going at least to the final four in the PNTT this year. Um, gonna definitely be challenged by Virginia Beach and possibly Ocala too. We'll have to get to them as well. Um, Coach V, you have any closing thoughts on your your game last night against uh, San Antonio? No, I mean we kept it pretty close for a while, and they pulled away in the fourth quarter. Um, I mean, you know, they just got a lot more talented than us right now, and um, we couldn't score enough to keep up with them. All right, well, let's head to the number two team, uh, 18 overall seed, Ocala. Um, went to the NTT last year. First round was a high seed last year. Lost in the first round, dropped a couple games. Um, brought in another, you know, I would say a strong class at 60-76. Um, still riding the junior class, which was a 1-2. Sim Hoops liked them as a 1 Hardwood like him as a two. Uh, players coming in. Doesn't look like he brought in a lot of scoring. 
probably not a problem when you got Elijah Joshua as a junior, 6'4 shooting guard. Um, posted 29 points in the first game. But it looks like he's about a career 29-point scorer. Oh, this guy, this guy's gonna, this guy's gonna light it up, Coach V. Uh, you got to watch out for this guy. Yeah, we'll have to watch out. <laughs> oh, let's see what else can we can we pick apart about this team here? Oh, we should be. Mm, I mean, yeah, their one-two class is really good. They got some height. They're all pretty efficient. You know, they score okay, but. Not a ton. Um, you know, they kind of do everything pretty well. You know, they're good defenders. They're good passers. Rebound. Um, you know, they put the finishing touches on, and I mean, it really helps having a guy like Elijah Joshua that can pull uh, through. So uh, I, was, um, I was asking around the, um, the campfire last night, and uh, I was talking to Cubs Subpartash. Um. Apparently he's uh he's a little perturbed. He's got this conference fifteen gauntlet he's running here in the PNTT. He's gonna have to play you tomorrow night. Nashville, always tough, one of the top four teams in the in the nation historically. And then for some reason, the committee assigned him Lansing in game three, another C fifteen powerhouse. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's what happens, you know. The committee uh they pick their games and you know, uh, what color is the rivalry we have? Um, you know, we've been back and forth with them, but they got a good squad. They're going to be tough to beat every year. Mm. So I'm looking at their, fir their first game was against Virginia Beach. Seemed to go to OT, um, and it looks like they lost it on a last-minute buzzer beater by Noah Bolton. Take it by one. That's yeah. a tight. That's a tough loss with a uh, Lansing and Nashville on the on the horizon. Yeah, that's a game that you know you gotta you kind of when you're thinking okay if we're gonna make the PNTT playoffs, um, you know that's a game you gotta win, especially with San Antonio coming up and Lansing coming up. Um, Rochester and Aberdeen and Nashville aren't any jokes. That was a game, you know, um, as you're going through your schedule you're gonna pencil in and you're gonna be like okay i think we can win this one i think we're gonna lose this one maybe or like we can afford a loss here um that's not one that he could afford if he wanted to make the pntt playoffs oh kyle's got their work cut out for him if you catch them in the pntt knockout rounds you best watch out because that means they want some big games against some strong teams and it probably means elijah joshua is just lighting it up you know, and I mean, these two teams, you know, they scored 68. They're not, it doesn't look like they're going to be an offensive juggernaut. So um, I'm interested to see how it works out for them. Hmm. I don't see much for a weakness other than maybe Ocala might have a little defensive hole there at power forward with Evan Edgerton. But aside from that, yeah, defensively, they look pretty solid. Mm hmm. I got them not making the PNT knockout round, given they lost to Bob Beach and the their remaining schedule. Not that they're not good. It's just a tough schedule. It's going to be an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. For sure. This group could come down to a tiebreaker, to be honest. This, this could be super tight at the end. This is a group to watch. I won't even... Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I think all four teams have a shot here. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. All right, let's hop on to Virginia Beach here. I think I just recently ran into them in the NTT last year. You um, did? I did. I, uh, they, they seemed to come in. I think they were low. I think they had like a 15 seed. They caught fire, um, rattled off some wins. Um, we locked horns. Um, I think they benefited from a soft schedule last year, to be honest. Um, but they had a big player. Did they lose him? Did they lose that big player, that power forward? Was it Oliver yeah, Abels. Or Pritchard. Yeah. yeah, they kept the Abels, but they lost Pritchard. They lost Pritchard, man. Well, I'll tell you what. So, um, I'll be honest. I've been watching Vaughn Beach over the years. Um, I mean, I grew up in Vaughn Beach. I, I know the program has been a perennial bad team, but Coach Mills has really turned them around. Uh, they've been to, like, I think they've been to the last four NTTs. Uh, they'll probably go back again. they got another strong class. Um, let me check and see who they're going to be leading on for scoring. Well, yeah, it looks like you're right. Oliver Pritchard is back. He's taking over the leading role. Uh, they didn't get much in scoring support in, uh, for the recruiting class. Looks like they got some defense with Keaton Harris, but Kenneth Hawks may be a guy to keep an eye on. 6'8 power forward, maybe 18.5 points a game. Andrew Abels looks like he's stepping in a small forward. Going to be a supporting cast role. So they're running for offense here. Running fast, man, and less. Hmm. Less is interesting. That seems, uh, does seem like they're getting a lot of their points from the paint. Beetle Kala with that buzzer beater there. So looking over their schedule, they uh, they did get the OT win over Akala. They got San Antonio, Albuquerque, and Albuquerque's another guy I've known for a long time from uh, League 15. He's not uh, McGuire's not going to be not going to be an easy out despite the rankings. He's got Inglewood, <laughs> Montpelier, and then Nashville. I mean, Nashville looks like it could be. The easiest game, and you guys are no no cupcake. I mean, you guys are you guys are still ranked sixty seven. We'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, you look at Kenneth Hawks, and you know he. I mean, he's no Alfred Pritchett, but he's a good high school player himself. You know, he averaged in high school. He averaged sixty one point one percent true shooting, eighteen point six points per game at power forward position. Um, you know, he can steal. He can block. I mean. He's he's a solid he's a solid high school player. Um, and they brought in a decent class. It was actually more balanced, which is interesting. Uh, bringing in Amir Wren and uh, Keaton Harris, um, both both guys off the bench. But they needed a guy like Hawks to replace Pritchett, and uh, you know he did pretty good the first game against that one that two one class. I think that um, Ocala has he scored twenty four points. Um, so that. That's big for them. Yeah, Hawks kept up big in the first game. Um, we'll see how we'll see how he rides out here in the remaining of the PNTT. But he does look like a four-year starter, and he's going to collect a lot of a lot of awards in his career. Mm-hmm. Man, it's interesting. What are they? Let me see what they're doing here offensively. Fast man last year makes sense. Yeah, their shooting guard got seven assists. They are not shooting from outside. Interesting. Yeah, I don't have them going to the PNT knockout round now. Um, 
hey, you know what? They won their first game against a tough opponent. You know, you win this next game and you feel good, but then you look at you look at coming up and it's like Inglewood, Montpelier. That's that's tough. Yeah, I think I got them dropping to San Antonio. Albuquerque's a pick them. Dropping to Inglewood, Montpelier, and even Nashville. I think um, I would not be surprised if they go one and five from here on out for the PNTT. And it's not a it's not a reflection of them; it's a reflection of the other teams in the PNTT. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Are there, are there any other teams left we got to cover here? Oh, Nashville. We got to cover Nashville. This is always a fun team. I know quietly you don't like to talk about your team as much, Coach V, but um, there's a lot of people that really appreciate all the work you put in, and you probably have quite the fan following here for Nat for Nashville. So let's let's dive in here. Let's, let's do a little bit more of a deeper dive here on Nashville. Here you've um you you've just for a couple years running. Um, you've been right there. Um, man, it's like one or two tough breaks, and and let's be let's be honest. It, we, it's not like we shouldn't talk about it. You're in the toughest conference there is. There there's no easy games in Conference 15. So nope, it's not at all. <laughs> Really no shame and just barely missing the NTT because of that level of competition. I mean, we got pretty high standards here in Nashville. You know, we're not okay with being a PTT team. And, you know, um, our recruiting is taking a hit from it. We haven't won as many ties as, you know, we'd like. Uh, we've been losing quite a bit lately. So um, this isn't the standard we're looking for. We're looking for a higher standard here in Nashville. Oh, that's evident. You are the sixth, sixth all-time winningest program in League Thirty One, right? And you don't, you don't fall into that backwards. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we got some solid players. Uh, you know, we got a mix of guys. We're very athletic. We're smart. Um, you know, we got guys like Landon Baresi coming back. Um, I'm hoping for a big year from him. My freshmen, you know, they're ranked 70, 110, but they can all score a little bit, you know, young a little less than the other two, but he's a good player. But, you know, Wilkie and Roberts, they're, they're scorers. They haven't been – they're not too efficient yet. We're, I'm still trying to figure out that efficiency thing. Hmm. But, uh, you know, <laughs> Roberts had a little bit of a rough game his first game. He went four for 19. You know, that's not <laughs> – that's not how you want to go in your freshman debut, but – Sometimes that happens. And then we got mm-hmm. Dustin Frazier. I like to call him Anthony Baker because uh, he's like the anti. He's the anti Anthony Baker. He's basically the opposite. He can do everything but shoot. Um, Anthony Baker from Ann Arbor, obviously, he can do everything but um, defend. Uh, so he's a he's a fun player to have. I'm still trying to figure out him. Do I play him at point guard? Do I move him around? A lot of times, try and figure that out. But um, yeah, that's kind of. That's kind of what's going on with uh, with my team. What what I think about them. So Carter Gore, your last, your your only starting senior last year, um, level with us. I mean, he's he's gone now. Um, how big of a loss is he, and is is he going to be difficult to replace? I mean, no doubt. You never replace a guy like Carter Gore. Last year, he was second on our team in points. Um, but you know, he was rated good, excellent, good, good, poor, good. Excellent. Yeah, so excellent defense, excellent athleticism, good everything else except intelligence where he was poor. Uh, so that's a tough guy to lose. He was never as productive as, you know, 
you'd hope with his statistic with his ratings, but you know, he's a big he's a big piece, you know. And we brought we brought in some athletes. We brought in um, some scorers. Maybe not the quite the defense that we we're hoping. We still have it's, they're, they're both solid at defense with uh, Roberts and uh, Wilkie, but not great. Um, so yeah, I mean he's a, he's there. It's a loss, you know. I played him a lot at power forward last year. He did pretty well, um, but you know, losing a guy like that is never easy. Um, and you know, left on my team, I got two uh, two ties, a two two and a one one, and they haven't they haven't really lived up to what I thought. You know, the two two Richardson, he's been going back and forth between the bench and starting power forward, trying to figure him out. And then Hose is the other one. And uh, Hose will always be overrated. Um, <laughs> he, he's been underperforming. So uh, me and Jimmy like to to uh, joke about him since <laughs> his last name is Hose. Hose will always be underperforming. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, we'll, keep it, we'll keep it a little cleaner for the kids that are listening. You know, there's a lot of kids out there. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, that's just kind of how I feel about my team. I guess they're we're solid, but you know, we still we're not where we want to be. I've been sitting around the League Thirty One campfire, and uh, some coaches have mentioned to me, off the record, of course, that maybe your Facebook friends with John Calipari, head coach Kentucky, and um, I would be remiss if I didn't actually ask this question. Whereas last year, you rolled out a freshman shooting guard and a freshman point guard and Baracy and Frazier. And this year you've decided to roll out two more freshmen at point guard and shooting guard and Brandon Roberts and Brady Wilkie. Um, is that a coaching philosophy you've really embraced is moving the freshmen into those starting guard positions? Uh, not at all. Um, honestly, I'm just trying to figure out my lineup. I'm figuring out who plays best. And I'm throwing a lot of stuff at the wall. I usually do early in the season. I throw a lot of stuff at the wall. I see what sticks, what doesn't, what does well, what doesn't. I mean, me and you ran a scrimmage. I don't think I played those guys at guard. Um, you know, Rusty's one of my guys. I think Frazier's one of them, too. I expect them to play, but I also have to figure out um, – I also have to figure out what's the best lineup I can play and what's going to be the most productive and what's going to win me the most games. And that's just something, that's something I got to figure out. That's something that, you know, as a coach, um, I don't take lightly. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think it's a lot of work, but, um, you know, early in the season, we're trying to, we're trying to be a team that I think we're, we're, we came in a little overmatched with San Antonio out there. And, you know, I tried something, and it didn't work out the way I thought it would work out, you know. Um, we, we held them close, but, you know, 54 points is not enough for us. That's unacceptable. We need to score more points, and we need to win. Um, yeah. Yeah, Robert's held you back with that four for 19 shooting. Um, it's probably an anomaly, some freshman jitters. Um, I don't think that trend will continue for you. Nice. All right. So, um, yeah, you dropped a tough one to San Antonio. I think I got them winning the group. 
Probably have Nashville penciled in to beat in Ocala. Um, if anything, it's more respect out of San Antonio. Um, I'm yeah. trying something. You know, I respect them a lot. I think they're a great team. They should win this group. And uh, I respect them enough that it's like, you know what? I'm going to try something. Hoping we can win. Let's see. Ah, you dropped your first game. Um, I have you penciled in beating Ocala. Um Actually, to be honest, your next game against Jimmy Neutron, I'm a big fan of Jimmy Neutron. I think he's a great guy. I'm going to ask you nicely here, Coach V, not to run the score up on the Rochester Boy Geniuses. But I got hey, you. At two, you know what? Two... They, they, they got a good team there. You know? um, I don't want you to underestimate them. You know, they don't. They only have, I think, two ties on their team. But you know, um, Jimmy Neutron's a solid coach. I don't think we'll be doing any running off of this court. I think we're going to have to battle every tooth and nail just to win that game. So you two and one. I got you beating Ames. Uh, I think you're going to lose a close one to Plainview, and then you're going to beat the Vipers. I got you four and two, and I got you in as a wild card in the PNTT this year. I mean, that'd be great. Uh, I, I appreciate the respect um, for my team and my program. Um, we take that as a compliment. Just just be nice to those boy geniuses, though. Hey, we're gonna have, if we're going to make the PNTT playoff, we're going to have to win some games because we're already digging out of a 20-point um, point mm -hmm. differential to start. You know, I, got, I got San Antonio winning it, going to the Final Four. They're one of the premier teams this year. Um, yeah. Wow, He's I, I want to be surprised if you ran point. into him a, a second time in the PNTT knockout knockout games. <laughs> you know, we'd be honored just to get an opportunity like that. Hmm. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm pretty sure Brandon Roberts would like another crack at him too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Coach, so B, thanks so yeah. thanks so much for letting we're me uh, letting me do this late podcast. Um, but uh, I think you do a tremendous job bringing a lot of value to the league and. Um, Thanks for letting me try to help out. Yeah, no problem. No problem, Coach. Um, thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you later. Oh, oh, I forgot something. I forgot something. Oh, I just okay. want to acknowledge that the Duluth Bulldogs backed out of the PNTT because they didn't want to play St. Paul again. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. I mean, who can? Who can blame them? All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome.